Hey everyone, I'm Nate Rail, and I'm here with Jeff Bogue. We're at the Weekend Extra. We've been in a series called We. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. Uh, great message tonight, Jeff. Loved uh, the message of We Do Hard Things. I think it's uh, unique how that value, I don't know, it's it's really big. And yeah. It, it, I don't know. It's personal. It's what the church does. It encompasses all of these different avenues that we step into every day, our thinking. So I don't know, a lot of ways to apply Mm -hmm. this message, right? Um, For you, as we think about um, what do we, what are our takeaways or where do we go with this message? I think it's interesting. One of the things you said was, how do we step into something that's supposed to be normal and ultimately could be instinctual, um, but is really hard. Mm -hmm. So I don't know about you, but I find that that's can be a difficult place to be because sometimes it feels like just getting started or finding a little bit of momentum um, to step into that or the courage can be challenging. So we could talk about that a little bit. What would help somebody get started, um, press through some of those hurdles or where they maybe feel blocked? I think you I think you really have to start with prayer and and something that I touched on this in the service, but you you know just kind of run out of time with it, but. This really is where, in our relationship with God, it comes down to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so the leading of the Holy Spirit usually, 99% of the time, sounds like the Holy Spirit prompting you to enact Scripture specifically, right? So uh, you should love your enemy. I should go love Nate, Right, that mm-hmm. kind of a right. thing. Um, right. You should, uh, you know, live a generous lifestyle. I should be generous toward X, and so that's how the Holy Spirit tends to lead us. I, I like to say the Holy Spirit usually sounds like the Bible, right? But it's a specific weight that God puts on my heart and my mind. It's not, it's not universal, so it's not you have to go do what I have to go do. But I know that God is leading me to do something that. I'm uncomfortable doing mm-hmm. or feels a little dangerous or pushes me outside of, of safety and security. So I actually would start with prayer and just say, God, um, you know, I'm a, maybe I'm a Christian. I come to church. I kind of live a, a normal Christian life, but I'm not challenged. I'm not stepping out on faith. There's nothing risky going on. And the danger with that, guys, is, is that when you live that way, there's really no reason for God to show up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if God has put something on your heart and on your mind, and you're thinking, you know what I should do? I should do this. You know who I should interact with? I should interact with this person. That is the Holy Spirit leading and prompting you, and I would start there. And we always say the Holy Spirit will never disagree with Scripture, ever, and you should always seek wise counsel, Mm -hmm. right? So gather a multitude of counselors around you. But if God's got that on your heart, you should start to do it. I was talking uh, to a friend of mine. He got a burden kind of out of the blue uh, to do something about um, the the rampant opioid problems in, in uh, Summit County. So that was the spirit prompting him. Well, then he started to work. Then he got wise counsel. Then it turned into a plan. Then it, da, da, da. and so he's doing something that's totally out of his wheelhouse that he doesn't, you know, how he's not an expert in, Mm -hmm. but he made that move that if you would have asked him five years ago, it would have never even crossed his mind. I've seen that with everything from people uprooting their lives and going on a mission field to people going and starting new campuses as a part of Grace Church. 
to people dealing with their marriage and dealing with the mm-hmm. secret sin mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. Yeah. And, and I would start there. Pray, ask God what He's calling you to, yeah. and listen for the Spirit. So that big thing, or that hard thing can become, it's too big to tackle, right. or it's too much for me. Or like, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but if the Holy Spirit leads us to, like, personally, all of a sudden, it becomes a personal thing, yeah. right? And so it helps take out some of that, I think, the weight of, I have to do it all, or I have to figure out everything. How do you solve the opiate problem here, right? It's like, yeah. well, I can be a, I can be a part of it personally as the Holy Spirit interacts with that in yeah. my life, and, right? And, and you might be a, a point person for it. You may come in late later on in the game, you know, and it doesn't really matter um, as long as the, as you're following the lead of the, of the Holy Spirit. And it, it's, it's fun to see where you wind up. Most people don't ask the Holy Spirit to lead them anywhere. Most people ask God to make their life easy. Yeah. And so th- that's the, f- the switch that's flipped, is right. I'm going to say, God, you define me, you direct me, not just, God, you benefit me and help me. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's awesome. One of the things that came to my mind, too, was almost like you have to get in the game, so mm-hmm. to speak. You used an analogy about having kind of grit, yeah. fight. Um, once you're in the game, so to speak, and you know, you're doing the hard things, uh, is it okay to take a break every once in a while? <laughs> no. <laughs> is it like, uh, is it a sin to have a little bit of comfort here and there? <laughs> like, I mean, is every day a championship level game? And in some ways, eternity is at stake. And I get that. But maybe we could balance that a little bit into, you know, a few thoughts. Every day might be a championship level game if God decides that that's what he wants you to do. However, I, I, I just told a person uh, this weekend, even LeBron rest a little bit. <laughs> right. And more importantly than, Le- than LeBron, Jesus did, right? Yeah, right. So life is a sprint. It's not a marathon, <clears throat> but there are moments of rest. There is also life change. Yeah. So the hard things that I do when, when my kids are at home are different than the hard things that I do when I have an empty nest are different than the hard things that I do when my body is aged. I, I was talking to a wonderful guy uh, after service, and he said, I want to do hard things. I just can't do the things I used to do. Mm-hmm. So he's praying that God shows him the next thing. Yeah, yeah. All that's fine. It, th- I don't want there to be any guilt trip in this conversation I want there to be a trajectory of life, mm-hmm. and uh, one trajectory takes you to a life of ease and retirement. Another trajectory takes you to a life of investment, and the Scripture unquestionably calls us to that mm-hmm. life, and there's reward, there's, there's fulfillment, there's joy on this side of heaven, and then there's a promised reward and fulfillment on the other side of heaven, but it's a consequential life as opposed to a, an independent, self-serving life. And you just don't find that path in the Scripture anywhere. So as a follower of Jesus, I'm just not letting that be an option. It doesn't mean I can't go on vacation or watch a movie or, mm-hmm. or go out to eat. That, that's all legalism, guilt trip stuff. But it means that when I, the trajectory of my life is one that is given away, not one that is, is self-serving. And this life God blesses because it's given away to my neighbor in the name of the gospel, in the name of Christ. This one is just for me. Like, God, make, me, make my life go the way that I want it to go. And, and I don't see the Lord uh, 
giving those things to sure. us. So that's the idea with yeah. it. Yeah, makes me think of uh, Moses and God comes to him personally and he's like, I want you to lead my people. He's like looking around. Well, there's probably some other guy, right? <laughs> yeah. I can't talk or don't you know I killed somebody? <laughs> yeah. Um, and all of a sudden it's like, now Moses finds himself in a situation where as he steps into that hard thing personally, God uses him, but he also like brings freedom to a people. Right. And then Moses is like, seriously, 40 more years with these people? Like I got to keep doing this hard thing. Yeah. And But he gets to meet God face to face. He gets to be in the presence of God right? like nobody else. Right. So there is the, there's that side of it too, where I think we can all relate to that insecurity or could God use me to do hard things? And yes, absolutely. Right. That's our faith. That's our courage that comes out. And so if I think about it that way, I'm like, God, we, we're, we're part of God's plan. As we step into that calling, then we get to lead other people into that too, right? right? And so I think that's uh, awesome. Any other thoughts that you have from... Well, I just, I just, I said it in the service. I just, I just dare you to live a, a hard life. You know, just don't choose the easy path. Choose, choose the path of God, and it will pay off. That's mm-hmm. that's a great, great promise that it will pay off. There is a reward, and we are a people of faith, and so we have faith in yeah. all of that, and it needs to mark us. Yeah, I think doing that together. Right? Absolutely. So we share right. life together. That's the, the first one we talked about. Individually and corporately yeah. as a church. Yep. All right. Thanks for being a part of our conversation uh, in this series, We.